If you are just joining us, this is the Olajide Wale LLP podcast, and we are discussing World Intellectual Property Day 2019 with the theme Reach for Gold, Intellectual Property and Sports. My name is Sandra Uwale, and I still have with me our guests, Bimbo Elo, Shade Morgan, and Ajibola Olomola. I'm going to bring the conversation back to um, Bimbo. And I'm looking here at uh, data from the World Intellectual Property Organization, which says to the effect that IP and sports drive social and economic development. And many countries are now integrating intellectual property and sports-related objectives into their national development strategies. For someone like yourself, Integral, that organizes sporting events, and that partners with um, international organizations on this. Please tell us how we can bring it back into Nigeria and help the development of our own sports industry. I think we start at the base, um, which is mass, mass participation sports, yeah. because we, we really don't have enough of that. Um, what we've seen, for instance, over, <clears throat> over the last periods, five, 10 years, is it actually, actually a decline in participation. Mm. And so that in itself means that it's thinner and we don't have enough. That's one, I think, key, key area. And, and I'm talking about various sports, not just football. Um, if you look, for instance, also at participation in school sports, you'll see that this is exactly the same trend as well. What we're seeing, for instance, in the good old days, so-called, where we had even events like the National Sports Festival in Nigeria, which was a big event, now is not so big. Right. Um, one of the other areas I would mention also is in our um, construction and, uh, of sports facilities. Mm. Um, and this goes across, again, the whole tier. Uh, um, and one of the major things also that we've been working on is also like community mapping, which is basically having these essentially like sports centers in every community. Right. Again, we're still in discussions with various governments and, uh, and various corporate um, organizations and sponsors. I actually think that that's really the solution. It, it makes me think about financing, funding. Where do you get the funding for all of this? And I'm, I'm going to come back to Shadi on this because I know in um, some African countries, we've had the private tech sector take the lead on this. And what has happened is that you've had the private sector companies invest in finding the talent, training the talent, and those particular countries, their rankings at sporting events have risen. So Shade, yes, the visibility for the brand, yes, um, the CSR, but in terms of actual development of the athletes, actual development of the um, infrastructure, where can brands come in? Where can the corporates come in? Thank you, Sandra. I have to come back again to the power of the brands. And what we've seen with Nigerian breweries um, and the brands that that we have is that what brand partnership does is that it acts like a magnet to foreign soccer clubs, attracting them to set up soccer academies in Nigeria. Mm. So what you find is that starting from the grassroots level, these academies then contribute to enhancing the soccer skills of yeah. our budding youths. 
football is a hugely popular sport in Nigeria. So sponsorship of these Nigerian local football leagues by brands have made them even more attractive. It attracts more sponsors and more people are willing to invest. Absolutely. So if I take us as an example, yes, we have the UEFA Champions League that we have invested and we have brought to Nigeria in 2014 and 2019. But we also use that opportunity to showcase young talent. I think it's very important for strong brands to use the opportunity, use their platforms to be able to showcase young Nigerian talent, not just in football, but across other sports. For example, Star Lager Bear mm -hmm. is the official bear sponsor of the Nigerian football team mm -hmm. in Nigeria, both the, the female Super Falcons and also the Flying Eagles. Fantastic. Jibola, we're all very clear on who the players or stakeholders are in the industry. You have the sportsmen, the clubs, the trainers, you have the sports federation, you have even the lawyers, um, you have the fans, right? All of this forms a part of the ecosystem in the sports industry. We've talked about this previously and um, I'd like you to just elaborate. I had said we were going to come back to it, which is the role of the private sector in the business of sports. Well, thank you, Sandra. I think Shadi has encapsulated in her last comment the aspect where private capital has so far gotten engaged in Nigeria. A lot of it has been CSR in orientation, and kudos to them. They are what has gotten us to this point, and also kudos to the government that has financed sports mm. to the extent that it's been able to, out of its lane pockets, mm. up till date. And Thanks to these various stakeholders, sports development in Nigeria has remained, has grown to the level it is today. Yes. But to take it to the next level, you actually need to attract more than CSR. Absolutely. You need to attract capital into the business, capital that is in that business, not as a donation, because then you're going to say, oh, how much of my excess profits can I donate? Mm. My, the role of a company is to aggregate um, revenue and profits mm. and return that to the shareholders. Yes. So if you really want to bring private capital into the sports ecosystem in Nigeria, we've got to have a system where that capital sees that the return on investment is comparable, if not higher, mm. to what can be obtained elsewhere. Yeah. So that's the way to think about it. How do we create a system where capital can flow into this area and also come out of that area we've got to track our gdp what is the contribution of sports today to the national gdp how do we grow that contribution and i think when we have that dialogue and we look at the place of the regulators who are typically self-regulatory um, the role of the regulators the role of the government itself in facilitating that exchange and that market then we might begin to see more private capital flowing into the sports business in Nigeria. I think, Bimbo, you might want to come in here on this, right? I mean, we, we spoke earlier about the Nigerian bobsled team. So please, over to you. To, to, to other sports, sports, for instance, like bobsled, maybe even things like tennis and golf. Um, but bobsled in particular, I think, was brilliant. It's an innovative um, solution that the because again, it was the, 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 the foresight, as it were, from, from the Olympic Committee, the Nigeria Olympic Committee at that point, to, to almost step back slightly, mm. obviously to still have the framework and allow 
um, bobsled to essentially go into the market space and find their feet. Mm. Uh, and again, uh, very commendable for Nigerian Breweries, who was a partner of the team uh, through, the, through, through their partnership with Star Lager Bear. I know some other uh, brands also partnered. And, and what that has proven, because it's always kind of everybody focusing on sport, that it's got to be, yes, at the elite level, but also about winning. It's not necessarily about winning. Mm. It's all. It's actually about participation, which was the first time ever that the bobsled team would would participate at the um, at the Winter Olympics. So that spotlight was a was really the thing that then shed light on it and ensured that uh, brands got involved. So I think that that it, once we're looking at it from that perspective, and ensuring that okay, if there's innovation, if there's new things, then we can then actually get brand support as well. Um, I'm going to bring it to Shadi very quickly if you wanted to comment on that. I think, uh, Bimbo, you are absolutely right. It is something that when companies look at uh, sports sponsorship, there are considerations. Is it for CSR objectives? Is it for commercial objectives? And I think it's really a combination of both. So when we look at the bobsled for example, and the Star Lager Bear sponsorship of that. I would say that from a CSR perspective, it's really recognizing what these amazing ladies did, the achievements they had, and also the kind of values that that sends across and cascades down to our youth. So that definitely has an impact from a CSR angle uh, and is something that you then want your brand to be able to identify with. So it's, it's also about connecting with the passion points of consumers and customers. Uh, so quid pro quo, it, it all ultimately, they benefit each other. I'd like to say thank you very much to our guests, Bimbo Elo, Ajimola Olomola, and Shadi Morgan for sharing their insights. This is Sandra Iwole saying thank you and goodbye. <laughs>